Hi, everybody! Welcome to the only bisexual show that has no bisexual people on it. Because do you get it? Because there's two sexualities in it. Well, in this podcast, not in total. There's there's potentially infinite, but there's there's two sexualities. <laughs> this is why I always do the intros. <laughs> no, no, we're, this is going really well. Uh, welcome to Shitfic. The the grumbly uh, heterosexual that you are listening to is uh, Michael uh, Devonay Davis. Hello. Hi, Michael. What are you doing right now? What are you doing in my house? Um, I'm being in my house, being in your house being in my house well while you're here would you like to do a podcast you know uh i think that would be fun oh great what do you think we should call it well considering we read shitty writings from when we were younger i think we should call it shit fic i'm thinking poo poo fiction but um we could do shit fic that sounds pretty good oh (laughs) i like sydney's thing welcome to shit fic uh a podcast created by sydney our producer. This is the definition of men taking. Excuse you. We're 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 redefining. It's a joke, though. They don't think. <laughs> they don't think. <laughs> we're literally coming up with it on the spot. Welcome everyone to Shit Fake, a podcast where we read our old <laughs> shitty writings that Chris and I wrote when we were younger. Uh, we learn and stuff like that. Let's start it over, but let's keep. <laughs> what? What is this woman doing here? Would you like to be our producer? Chris, you're fired. No, <laughs> you can't. Welcome to episode 12, everyone, of Shit Fake. We're excited to have you here. We thought Chris was going to do the intro, but boy, did he just not. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Welcome to Shit Thick. If you've uh, listened to all of our previous podcasts, you know this is exactly how it goes. If you're brand new, man, I am sorry for you. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, the whole purpose of this podcast is as creatives, the first things that you make uh, are probably going to be shitty. And you learn and you grow from from those old shitty writings, but you know it's fun to go back and and reread them. So that's what we like to do here on Shit Fix. Sometimes we have guests, sometimes we don't. Today we don't. So we're gonna read one of my writings, and I'm Michael. Are we gonna introduce ourselves again? My name is Noah Palagio. <laughs> I was a lounge singer from 1982 to 1945. Chris is gonna be like 12 people during the course of this podcast. <laughs> oh, anyways. Would you like to, uh, get us started? Um, oh, you're gonna let me lead? Oh my god. You wanted to lead. I did, but I'm being coy about it. Oh. (laughs) You're being a coy Um, fish? Oh, welcome to my pond, baby boy. Um. Please don't ever call me baby boy again. (laughs) Come on, it was nice. Don't do that. You had a good time. Can you call me baby boy real quick? Make sure it's on the record. No. No, I will not do that. <laughs> wow. I know improv is all about yes and, but uh, this is a yes and I refuse <laughs> no to do. Um, so, you know, today it's a very special day. We're doing a Michael script. Uh, it is called The Ice Man. The Ice Man. Man of Ice. This is not Zack Snyder's Man of Steel. This is Man of Ice. And, uh, so we're just gonna, uh, get into the, uh, interview portion of the, the pageant. Will the contestant, Michael Davis, please approach the microphone? He's been Um, here the whole time, just waiting for the um, host to ask him questions. 
Uh, Michael, Michael, please no talk back to uh, the judges, the judging panel. <laughs> Do you like this bit? Is this a good bit? <laughs> is this Chris, a good bit? If you, if you have to ask if the bit is good. <laughs> no, I think it's working. I think it's working. I think... Anyways, contestant number one, please state your hometown and age of writing this piece of work. So I wrote this back when I lived in Indiana. Okay. Yeah. Was it produced? Uh, no. This Please was tell not, me if the, this was not. Oh my yes. god! Thank God! Oh, <laughs> it's finally happened. The first Michael script that wasn't given a fifteen thousand dollar budget <laughs> and produced um, <laughs> for for Hollywood filmmakers. <laughs> this was not produced. This is it, once you read it, you'll know why. But I wrote this. So I love superheroes. That is not something I keep shy. My belt is a Green Lantern belt. I'm wearing and fiddling with this Green Lantern ring. I love all types of superheroes. So I wanted to create my own superhero universe. And I have like an entire canon for it and stuff that I wrote down. I won't go too into it. But one of the heroes is called the Iceman. Uh, And he's basically just a Deadpool ripoff. He's supposed to be like the Mm. comedy guy, curses a lot, uh, that type of stuff. So, I mean, that's basically did you, it. Did you know about Deadpool at the time of oh, absolutely. writing this? Yeah, yeah. Well, what uh-huh. what is the year? Uh, I wrote this. I wrote this uh, either junior or senior year of high school. Um, it was around the time that the Deadpool movie was either announced or it was already out. I can't remember exactly, but uh, you know, I'm more of a DC guy. But uh, oh. it was interesting to me to have like an R-rated superhero movie. Uh, because before Deadpool, we hadn't really seen that. And of course, you know, I'm creating my own superhero universe at the same time. And I'm like, oh, uh, why don't I like throw in sort of a, a comedy cursing superhero? That might be fun. Because uh, all the other heroes thus far that like I had thought of were a little more dramatic. And if you've listened to any of our previous episodes, you know I am not dramatic at all. And the issue is that Deadpool is kind of like an edgy superhero. Not edgy in the, like, I'm an emo teen, but edgy in the way of, like, cursing and and violence and shit like that. That type of edgy. Mm -hmm. And I cannot write that. Uh, That is not who I am as a person. I am not a violent person. I don't care for violence. Uh, I am a pretty... I I curse a lot. There is that. Uh, I do love a good F... I do love a good F-bomb. Oh, yeah. Uh, Mainly just fuck. I think fuck is a great word. Prove it. Do it. I, I just said fuck twice. Oh my god. <laughs> Three times now. Oh my god, he wasn't uh, lying. Uh, but that's basically it. I just say that a lot. Uh, but in terms of like violence and things like that, the things I write have nothing to do with violence. It's usually a, it has to do around like nerdy things. So that's kind of, you know, a brief history of this is just I was creating a superhero universe and I wanted a, a Deadpool ripoff. Which is funny because Deadpool is a ripoff of Deathstroke. So it was a ripoff of a ripoff. Really? Yeah, the guy that created Deadpool was like, oh yeah, I knew what I was doing. Well, you also have the whole thing where like, where do you do the Deathstroke in the Deadpool? That's, oh, I hate that. Oh, <laughs> yes. Oh, I hate that. Yes. <laughs> oh, that just hit me and now I am angry. <laughs> oh my goodness. Anyways, there better not be any violence, any, uh inappropriate language uh, uh not that kind of podcast <laughs> oh um, i'm pretty sure we always have to put a warning that there's cursing and sexual <laughs> innuendos and just straight up references 
I have no clue what you could be talking about. This is going to be a great episode. <laughs> What's funny is this script is about 14 pages long, so we've got a lot of reading to do. Well, mine was eight pages. Yeah. And that well, did take an hour, so. Yep. Uh, but my, mine also is mostly just dialogue. It's just like a lot of like quippy snaps. So we'll probably get through it pretty quickly. So that means we should vamp for a little bit longer? Nope. Let's get into some shit fic. Shit fic. <laughs> All right. The Iceman by oh. Michael Davis. Also, I'd like to mention that I'm pretty sure there already is a superhero called uh, Iceman. Uh, yeah, I believe he's a, an X-Men. So you just decided, you know what? We... we... <laughs> I just get to have this name too. Uh, yeah. I think this is copyright infringement. Um, I but see, Iceman for the X Men is one word. Mine is two. Uh, it isn't, but sure, it is. Yeah, but I I see that in the script, but it's, it's... supposed to be two. <laughs> Foolproof. <laughs> Lawyers hate him. All right. So um, if you want to go ahead and read the description. Sure, man. Sure, Mister Man opens with a figure walking in the woods. The man is clad in a green jacket, dark jeans, and his hood is up. His face is dark and hard to see. Wait, is this a play or a movie? Uh, who fucking knows? <laughs> I think in my mind it was supposed to be a movie, but it, it doesn't really matter. Um, let's see. And it's hard to see. The man is armed with a staff. Transition to a clearing in the woods. There are three criminals, all wearing nice jackets. That does not tell me anything about this, but... But you could tell I was really obsessed nice. with jackets at the time. I've mentioned them I twice can't. already. Is this is this X-Men? <laughs> is, is it all leather jackets? Black leather. Head to toe. Everybody. Actually, just a little fun anecdote. I did... The reason it's so specific on a green jacket with... Uh, the man clad in a green jacket is because at the time I had recently just bought a new green jacket that I loved. <laughs> so that's why jackets are very central to this is because I had just bought a new one. If you wish to see this green jacket, please check our Instagram. We will be posting photos of it. <laughs> they are all wearing nice jackets. One is, are you taking a picture? Yes. I'm in my boudoir lighting. How fucking dare you? They are all wearing these Nice jackets. Um, one is leaning on a tree, looking out. The other two are standing in front of their prisoner, an agent. The agent is unfazed by the situation. Rochiv. Agent Wilson, I assume you know why we brought you all the way out here. Shelby. <clears throat> Cut the crap, Rochiv. I'm not in the mood for your Russian warlord criminal mastermind bullshit speech. Uh, excuse me, Rosha should have an accent, I believe. Would Unlike you, like you to... I'm not going to offend all of Russia by attempting to do an accent. <laughs> Are you telling me that my French accent wasn't the most accurate portrayal of a French banana you've ever heard? <laughs> it was the most accurate of a French banana, yes. <laughs> Thank you. Bron. Hey, you can't talk to the boss that way. Brachiv. Bron, please. I can handle this. Braun. Sorry, boss. I just can't stand it when people disrespect you. Rochiv. It's okay, Braun. I understand. Now, Agent Wilson, since you're not a fan of my speeches, I'll cut to the chase. Where is my bomb? Shelby. It's somewhere you'll never find it. Your days are coming to an end, Rochiv. Rochiv. 
Look, I'm just a simple mercenary. I help those who pay me the most. Why do you insist on making my job so difficult? Shelby. Because your job takes lives. That was an exclamation point and a question mark. Because your job takes lives? (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) You're welcome. I I need the whole entire bag. Rochev. And yours doesn't? Shelby. I take the lives of those who would hurt others. Rochev. As do I. Just for the other team. You see, you say I'm a bad guy, but you and I aren't that different. We fight for the same reasons, and in the end, we are both just trying to provide for the ones we love. Chris, you had a reaction to that? (laughs) I just, I don't know. It feels very early to be establishing, (laughs) like, wow, this deep... You and me, <laughs> even though we met two minutes ago, I'm going to let you know. Well, technically, they, they do have a history that Shelby's been trying to, oh. you know, stop this guy uh, for a while. Uh, all of this, by the way, probably came from my love of Assassin's Creed. This speech is definitely lifted straight from an Assassin versus Templar dynamic. Uh, so <laughs> for all of our Assassin's Creed fans out there. I feel like you can definitely tell that this is the exact same idea. I'm getting shivers. Shelby. Yeah, but you kill innocent people to provide for yours. Rochev grumbles. Clearly there is no point in trying to make you see things from my perspective. You and the government you fight for are set in their ways. Now give me my bomb. I... (laughs) I feel like they're pretty different people. Well, actually, you know what? The American CIA are low-key terrorists. So, you know what? Good well, on you, Rochev. Yeah, that was the idea, is that that Rochev, you know, he doesn't see himself as the bad guy because he's like, all, all governments are bad. He's just a mercenary. He's like, I just am here for money. Everyone sucks, and everyone's killing everyone, so I might as well get paid to do it. You know, why don't good people ever hire mercenaries? You know, you never hear about mercenaries, like, killing, like, bad people it's always like you're gonna go into the village and you're gonna kill somebody you're gonna kill a child just for fun and i'm gonna pay you money because i'm evil (laughs) well i guess i don't know oh we're getting we're getting a sydney update because good people aren't supposed to kill people are we about to get into a philosophical debate of can you kill for good (laughs) uh i don't think so it's why i don't believe in the death penalty yeah. <laughs> We're getting political on this show. All right, where do we leave off? Shelby. And what if I don't? You'll kill me? Rochiv. That is the plan. Shelby. You will kill me whether I do or don't. Rochiv. Thanks for a second. Fair enough. But if you give me my bomb back, I'll make sure it's a quick death. Shelby. Sarcastically. Sure. How cavalier. Uh, Rochiv. Uh, I'm serious. You of all people must know I'm not a fan of quick deaths by guns. Guns are loud and... (laughs) What the fuck is that lie? (laughs) I like how he specifies specifically guns. I'm not a fan of quick deaths by guns. (laughs) Other quick (laughs) deaths. Who has ever said something that robotic? (laughs) I am not... <laughs> of quick deaths by guns. Other other weapons, fine quick deaths, but guns, nah. Guy, I got to. I love slow deaths by guns, and I love quick deaths by any other means. But if you try to fucking do a quick death by gun, oh oh oh, it's a lie. Uh, back to the line though. <clears throat> 
Guns are loud and messy and so impersonal. Now a blade. Um, I would, <laughs> I would disagree. It's pretty personal. You have to click the gun, and you're. I mean, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I still like that you said click the gun, not fire, not pull the trigger. Click. <laughs> That's what it is, isn't it? <laughs> Most isn't people it? would say fire. No, Most people would say click fire. Click the gun. That that's a thing. Or uh, squeeze if you the want trigger. To comment. Please feel free to comment on Apple Podcast <laughs> if you no. have ever said click the gun. Now a blade pulls out a fucking sword. <laughs> what? It's a sword, not a not like a like a combat knight, a full fucking sword. <laughs> also, I would like to point out that he wants the death to be slow, right? Now, this next line that he says about a sword is nonsense because he goes, "It truly cuts to the chase." Which one is a terrible pun, and two, what do you mean cuts to the chase? You want it to be slow. I don't know why I wrote cuts to the chase. <laughs> you said that pun was so fucking good. I'm ready to make sure, I'm ready to kill this entire script just for this pun. I'm ready to kill all logic. Right. Oh, uh, a blade strikes fear. It makes the kill so much more meaningful. God, that whole line is just terrible. Like, everything just about what, that makes what, no sense. What kind of fucking mall ninja is he? <laughs> that he's just like, I'm gonna, let me show you my sword collection, Shelby. Also, what's the other guy? Braun hasn't said a goddamn thing. Isn't there also another guy? Oh, also... Don't worry, we'll meet Carson here in a bit. Oh my. Let me show you my knife. I've been waiting to use this katana all year. <laughs> So I can slowly kill you and not actually use it like a katana, but whatever. Anyways, Shelby. You are a monster. Okay, Shelby. That's what you gathered from this? All right. I'm like, you're a weeb. Get away from me. You're so weird. I don't like you, Rochev. I mean, I guess he's about to kill her, so he wouldn't say that. But anyways, Rochev. I've been called worse by better. Ooh. Shelby. You poor bastard. Your end will be here soon. Rochev. <laughs> Put sword back in its fucking sheath. Oh my god. <laughs> oh? Why is that? Shelby. Because the Iceman is coming for you. Oh. <laughs> oh. Wow. The Iceman's coming for you. I would just be like, you know what? I think I will make this quick, actually. All three of the... <laughs> All three of the criminals burst out laughing. Rochev. The Iceman? Did you hear that, Carson? Carson. Yeah, Rochev. I heard her. Rochev. You actually believe in that fucking mythological specter bullshit. Wow, two swears. <laughs> this is getting a little too intense for me. And this is a mythological? <laughs> no, not at all. It's The idea was he was supposed to be like a Batman thing where, you know, when Batman oh. first started out, people didn't believe in the Batman. Like, criminals would be like, mm. there's no such thing. That was the idea behind it. I don't know why I said mythological. I was like, oh, the ancient Greeks were calling him Iceman. <laughs> I was like, you think they'd give a Greek? Yeah, it would, have been, it would have been much smarter for me if I wanted to do that, uh, to like do some research into like ancient <laughs> myths and, you know, have it be an ancient thing. That would be pretty cool, but no. Nope. Mm -hmm. No, no. Anyways, Shelby. I take it you don't. Rochev. <laughs> of course not. The Iceman is just a story made up by some idiot low-level nobody who is trying to scare the crime lords and 
Send them running so he can steal their turf. The Iceman is a myth. Nothing more. Shelby. You poor bastard. Broad. <laughs> you shut your mouth. That's what they take offense to? <laughs> I feel like she's been, like, cursing them out this entire time. He's like, excuse you. I am not a poor bastard. Broad. Broad. <laughs> I'm sorry, boss. I just seriously can't stand it when people disrespect you. <laughs> I can't tell it. Was that meant to be funny? I, if it is meant to be funny, good job. <laughs> the thing is, I don't think it was. <laughs> like this is definitely again, it's supposed to be a comedy because it's a, a play on like a, a Deadpool ripoff, right? So it's definitely supposed to be funny. I don't think that line in particular was supposed to be a joke. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. I just went up. It really hurts my feelings. I was like when they're mean to you. I get you kill people, but that's just not right. God. Uh, God. Holy shit. Oh my goodness. Ice. Oh shit. The ice man's here. With no stage direction, him appearing, but... Oh, well, I guess... Okay. And also, nothing to indicate... I would like to point out, the description at the beginning of, like, the man in the green jacket walking through the forest, that was supposed to be the Iceman. There is nothing later on in the script to indicate that that is the case. Iceman. Shouting... He's been walking for a while. Iceman. Shouting from off-camera. Then you're gonna wanna sit down. Rothschild. What the fuck? Carson. Roship, we got company. The Iceman walks out from the woods into the clearing. Roship. You are... Iceman. The Iceman? Yeah, that's me, and I'm here to fuck you up. Wow. He's so cool. Oh. I'm the Iceman. I'm here to fuck you up. This is so... Such a high school interpretation of... Wow. I feel like it also shows my age a little bit because this is definitely some like early 2000s, 90s, late 90s tood that he's mm. rocking. Like he's definitely based off of, uh, I know we talked about it earlier, but he's definitely like Sonic from the Sonic Adventure games. <laughs> I know we talked about it earlier, but it is relevant. It actually is relevant here. <laughs> he's like, Not if Sonic cursed. Not Sonic, but swearing. <laughs> Sonic, but the swear jar is full of quarters. Exactly. Um, Rochiv. But you're not real. Iceman. I'm not? Well, shit, then I should probably leave. That's my bad, man. I had no idea I wasn't real. Uh, Sorry for interrupting. I'll just let you get back to your real people business. My eyes are so rolling. <laughs> God, the sexual tension between... I'm I'm just going to make a prediction that Shelby's going to be like, Oh, Iceman, you're so sarcastic. You need to grow up. And then he's going to be like, What? I love making one-liners. It's my favorite thing to do. Hey, ever since um, Tony Stark, Hollywood's been all about quippy characters. Uh, burn it. Except all <laughs> of my... Every character I write is a little quippy. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Shelby. Hello, Iceman. Iceman. Hey, Shelby. How are you? Shelby. Oh, you know, I've been better. <sighs> Iceman. <laughs> that sign. Just is... <laughs> If anyone were to ever review this, like if it was ever produced, <laughs> that would be the review. It's just... It's like, uh, <sighs> how tiring. <laughs> I wish Iceman would fucking melt. 
Also, <laughs> d- does Iceman like look like Ice at all, or is he just a regular dude? Oh, don't worry. We'll get we'll get to the reason why he's called Iceman. Oh, watch watch it not even have anything to do with Ice. <laughs> uh, oh, just you wait. I'm uh, so excited. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Oh, Iceman. Keep going, Iceman. <laughs> Understandable, Iceman. considering the situation. How are the dogs? Shelby. <laughs> Good, we actually got another Labrador. Uh, Iceman. Wonderful. And how does Steve like his new job? Do you get the joke? Do you get the joke? Does everybody that, get the joke that, that this is That they're having a casual they conversation? They shouldn't be having a casual conversation. In she, a high-tent situation? She's a, she's a hostage. But they're having a casual conversation. That I'm is glad the joke. that we have we have a full page of <laughs> this just killer killer comedy. Oh, Shelby. He's enjoying it. Teaching is Rochev. What the fuck is happening? Shut the fuck up. Addressing the Iceman. What do you want? Iceman. Me? Oh, I don't really want anything. I'm just here to fuck shit up and stop criminal warlords like yourself. Stop saying that, Iceman. It's not getting cooler. It just, it makes you sound prepubescent. Yep. Oh my god. Oh, I'm not really a warlord? Oh, hold on. Hold on. I'm not really a warlord. I don't control any lands. I'm just a simple mercenary. There you go. See, it was in the script. (laughs) It was in the script. Make sure that we know his true position. (laughs) Thanks for letting us know, Iceman. Yeah, but you're also the asshole who killed 400 innocent people, and that's why I have to put you in jail. Despite mentioning that he's going to kill him earlier. Yeah, 400 innocent people. (laughs) Also, I feel like putting people in jail doesn't constitute as fuck shit up, but... I agree! He's a morally... Morally white character, I guess. Morally, not morally gray. I don't know. Rochev. I'd like to see you try. Iceman. Well, that's good news. At first I thought you wouldn't want to fight, and that would ruin this entire party. Oh. <laughs> I like that after every line, you just sigh. Oh. I, you know... You know, Iceman's what a character. He's like, uh, he's like Deadpool, but he doesn't have any actual jokes. He's just, he's just kind of saying things. He's just sort of, he's just trying to be like, just really relying on that. Oh, this is a serious situation, but I'm treating it like it's normal. Like he is, he is leaning on that. Rochev. What the fuck is wrong with you? Iceman. I'm trying. <laughs> Oh, I can't even Iceman. say the line. I'm charming with a brilliant personality. I don't know about that, Iceman. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> I don't know who told you that. Get your money back. Um, Braun. And fucking <laughs> annoying. Wow, with the sick burn, Braun. <laughs> Iceman. <laughs> well, that was just rude. And that's why I'm going to fuck you up first. Oh, my then- God. Stop saying you're going to fuck people up. Oh, there's Stop like three more lines. <laughs> Is that his catchphrase? I'm going to. He just goes to like the local McDonald's. He's like, I'm going to fuck this burger up. That is okay. essentially just, yeah, that's his catchphrase. <laughs> it's like, okay, okay, sir. It'll be $5.99. Do you mind doing that in the bathroom and not in front of us customers? <laughs> gesturing to Roshiv. I'm going to fuck you up, and finally I'm gonna fuck... Looking at Carson. Ooh, he's already pretty fucked up. 
I think I'll leave you alone. <laughs> well, that's just rude. <laughs> but also funny. But Hey, I got one good joke you, in you there. Got good a, job. You got a joke in there. <laughs> good job, high school Michael. <laughs> you, you made me proud. Um, looking back at Rochev. The hell happened to that guy? His face looks like a burnt pizza had sex with a really old razor. I don't even know what that would look like. <laughs> Who's to say? Who's to say? It's evocative. Maybe. Anyways. Carson. The hell did you just say? Iceman. Well, I was just saying that you are one ugly motherfucker. And I'm gonna fuck you up. <laughs> just letting you know. Carson. You are a dead man. Carson. Charges at Iceman. Iceman. Come on, man. I already said I wanted to fight him. Gesturing to Braun. First. <laughs> <laughs> Did you need to... <laughs> <laughs> separate that with that but uh yeah apparently i did carson swings his bat at Iceman. <laughs> excuse me he's a fucking mercenary and he brought a bat <laughs> look none of it makes sense just like is this a street gang or has he killed 400 people i feel <laughs> it's like oh man yeah we are a top tier <laughs> criminal organization uh, we can't afford to get you uh, anything more than um, something from Dick's Sporting Goods, so I hope you're okay with that. I think I think that was the idea of what I could get my hands on feasibly, because any anytime I wrote something, I wrote it with the idea that I was going to make it, and yeah. obviously I can't get a gun, so a bat but works. You had a, oh, well, I guess we have established that you do own a sword. I do own a sword and did own a sword at this time, so that would have worked. But you only owned one sword, so you could not give poor Carson. <laughs> poor Carson was not allowed to wield the sword. <laughs> no, he got a bat. And now it makes sense why you, why Iceman's in a green jacket. Yep. Because yep. It, was, it was going to be your green jacket. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Iceman steps to the side and ducks, dodging and swing. Then hits Carson, lowercase, in the rib. Iceman. Fine, if you wanna if you want to go first, so be it. Wait, I'm so confused. Because Carson did, charged at him. How did Carson hit himself in the ribs with his <laughs> no. own bat? <laughs> the idea is that it, the punctuation's awful, but the idea is that Iceman dodges it and then Iceman hits Carson in the ribs. Okay, just with his body. <laughs> it doesn't punch, <laughs> kick, it doesn't matter. It doesn't. We're leaving it up to the uh the, the fight choreographer, which would be you. Yeah, once um, again, the idea was that I was going to make this, so I'm like, I don't need to get specific. This'll be me. And this is the first one that you did not produce, so Yeah, um, and you can tell why. I think even back then I knew it was garbage. This, this wasn't go where you wanted it to go. <laughs> like I wrote it and was like, what the fuck did I just write? What the hell? Especially if you compare it to literally anything else I wrote, it is just so drastically different. You were trying, you know? This is definitely... <laughs> this is a swing. This is a it's, swing. It's, I turned into you for this one. <laughs> the word, it's like, switch it off! Oh, wow! Right? 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 If, if only this was a single episode, and then the thematics of it would just be off the... Off of... Off the... Off... Off... <laughs> Chris broke. Um, it's, we left off at, fine, if you want to go first, so be it. Carson turns around, trying to hit Iceman in the head. However, Iceman ducks. Carson then knees Iceman in the face. Iceman, again. <laughs> hey, hey, 
Not the face, man. I need that for the ladies. Oh, shut the fuck up, Iceman. <laughs> the Iceman then swings his staff. He has a staff? Oh, well, he yeah, got remember? It. yeah. Yep, yep. That was established earlier on. <laughs> so Iceman then swings his staff under Carson's legs, sweeping them out from under him. Carson falls to the ground, where he then grabs a rock and throws it at Iceman. Iceman dodges the rock as Carson rolls and gets up. Iceman again. Also, I would I would like to point out there are two other mercenaries here that are just, just watching, <laughs> just fucking like, standing there. See how this turns out. Anyway, I didn't know you did rock and roll. <laughs> that joke that I stand by. That wasn't even a joke. That wasn't even a joke. <laughs> nope. That joke I stand by. A dude rolls and throws a rock. Ah, uh, I stand by that joke. <laughs> No, no I am not allowing you to, to feel any, any sort of pleasure from that joke. That is my type of humor still. Oh, God. If only this was a Word document, I would be deleting that line. I would change it with, I don't know, I'm going to bludgeon you to death. I think that would be funnier, frankly. Uh, Carson. Shut the fuck up. Wow, you really were into the swears. Iceman. What? You don't want to talk? Come on, honey, please. Ah, uh, he's so smarmy. It's not, it is, who, really, whoever said that his personality was brilliant. He said really. it about himself. Oh, who lied yeah, to it's, this man? He's awful. Iceman is the worst. I am not rooting for him. I hope he melts, even though I But see, this feeling. is why... What's great, though, is if you read, like, the canon uh, that I wrote of my superhero universe, Iceman does not really play any role. You can tell, again... This is just Sydney to just... get people into the universe. I would like to point out that Sydney just wrote, it reminds me of Chris's, come back to bed. Come back to bed. Oh, come on, come back to bed, honey. I do uh, right, though. But yeah, Iceman... I, so my, my group was called the League of Unextraordinary Heroes. Uh, Iceman is not even a part of that group. He's just in the universe. Again, you can tell that even back then, I was like... This was a bad idea. Maybe this is a bad first fight. Let's see. Rochev. Ron, don't just stand there. Help him. Oh, now he finally right says there. something. <laughs> Braun. Oh, okay, boss. Braun charges at the Iceman. The Iceman stiff arms him. Carson, at this point, <laughs> goes in for another punch as the Iceman pulls out of his phone. Pulls out of his phone? Was it inside <laughs> of him? Carson pauses. Iceman. One second. <sighs> There this, it is. Can we count how many times Chris has signed? This ass, like Looney Tunes bullshit, is not. It is not uh, <laughs> enchanting. Enchanting? I am not enchanted by this. I like that the script has broken you. It just your brain has been fried from this. It, is, it really has. I'm in a new dimension. <laughs> Iceman or Carson? What the uh, hell? Iceman. I need to tweet this. <laughs> There is another sigh. Another you sigh. Know, you know, uh, I think Moana uh, owes you royalties. This makes me um, sigh just as much as when in Moana, what's that guy? Who's the guy? The Rock? Yeah. Oh, Maui. Maui, yeah. This is like when Maui's like, oh, I wrote your signature with a bird. I call it tweeting. And I just, uh, I turned everything off. I left the theater. 
Oh, I don't, I don't want to go forward. I'm so worried. <laughs> we're, we're close to the end, though. Oh, types on his phone. Okay, back to fighting. Oh, we don't even get to know what he tweeted. <laughs> no. Oh, Lord. Um, the Iceman steps to the side and lets Braun run into Carson. Oh, this is really just a vaudeville act. <laughs> I'm the so two... excited for this next line. You're going to hate it. Oh, the two tumble down into a nearby river. Iceman. Ooh, that was waterfall. <laughs> see what I did there? No? I do. Okay. I do. I do see what you... That isn't even a good pun. <laughs> I, I'm aware. Waterfall. Looks at Rochev. They know how to swim, right? It's just a river. Oh, I guess I guess rivers can kill you, but <laughs> also how are they gonna get to jail if they're literally <laughs> drowning in a river? Yeah. <laughs> what an anti-hero. Rochev. You son of a bitch. You're a dead man. Iceman. First, I'm not real. Now I'm a dead no oh, now I am dead? Sir, if you could please make up your mind as to the state of my existence, that would be splendid. Just shut up, <laughs> Iceman. <laughs> Just shut up. <laughs> Why don't you just do your business and go home to your, to your lonely apartment where you can tell zingers to your, your, your houseplant. Um, Rochev grabs his sword and swings it down on the Iceman. The Iceman blocks it with his staff. Iceman. Come on, man. Why do you have to be like that? <laughs> the Iceman. Chris is so mad. <laughs> oh, this is... That guttural, just... <laughs> the Iceman twists the sword down and hits Rochev in the face with a butt of the staff. Um, Rochev responds to this by punching Iceman in the ribs, then uppercuts his jaw. Iceman. Hey, what did I say about the face? You break it, you buy it. And, uh, Rochev says something that I, I very much believe in. Uh, Rochev? Shut up, you bastard! Oh, goodness. Iceman. Well, that's not fun. You know, you know, <laughs> I don't I don't know what we get from the 50th quip that we didn't get from the first two. Well, also, if you notice, the, the mercenaries just say, shut up, like, like, half the script is just them going, shut up, and him saying words, like... It's so clever. I love it. Whew, you can it, tell this was written by a high school boy. This is what every, like jokester high school boy thought he was yeah. who he secretly thought he he wanted to be but again the weird thing is is if you look at my other scripts none of them are like this like Did, is this is this is this uh indicating something deeper to you michael is this who uh, you wanted to be no you can tell, I, me, you can tell me michael <laughs> i think it is indicating that i had no idea how to write quippy edgy like cursing people and i should have just stuck to my nerd shit i am a nerd at heart i am a i am a happy positive nerdy boy and that is who i always have been and that's why any script i write that's about you know nerds nerding out i really enjoy and when i try to write scripts about fucking mercenaries and fights they're god awful it doesn't work Grochev swings his sword at iceman's midsection the Iceman jumps back and throws his staff at Rochev, who dodges it, only to get punched in the face. Rochev ends up on the ground, and Shelby runs over and kicks him in the ribs and puts one foot on his spine. Well, that's just I would like to back. point out, we, we've never 
establish that Shelby got free of the, whatever bonds she was in. Like, was she, she just, just like somehow there? now is. Well, I was like, was she just sitting there? She wasn't even bond. She didn't even, <laughs> wasn't even tied up. And it's not like somebody else freed her. Obviously. Right. Yep. Shelby. Stay down or I will break your spine. By stepping on it? You can crunch someone's spine under a boot. I mean, like, maybe. But like you have to, like, it's, I feel like it's a lot harder than that. I step on everybody. Some of my friends, like, it's a, it's like a, you know, like when you get those, like, massage things. Yeah, but they're not stomping on it with, I, assumingly, she's wearing, like, combat military-grade boots. Like, I guess if, I if think... someone puts their full force with those onto your spine directly, that'll probably break your spine. I feel like it's a little bit harder than that, personally, but I'm not a doctor. And there's much worse things about the script, so... <laughs> right? I Look, I don't really know why I'm trying to defend this script. It's garbage. I didn't do research into how hard it is to break a spine. But <laughs> let's just keep going. Just, um, fine, fine. You win. Shelby looks up. Shelby. <laughs> Thanks, Iceman. Wait, what? Is a he in a over. tree? <laughs> no, because she's, she's looking down at Roshiv because he's underneath oh, her. Oh, okay. And looks, so she, oh, okay. <laughs> However, I, I do like to imagine I it cuts back and Iceman's just in tree. I thought she literally like looked up to the sky like he flew off. Like, thanks, no. Iceman. Wherever Iceman you are. Iceman can't, cannot fly. I think that's funnier if he just got into a tree randomly. Right. And it's just like, I'm just going to run through the trees. Iceman. Anytime, Shelby. But I still don't understand why you called me. Probably could have taken these three out. No problemo. Shelby. Here we get some uh, Nick Fury setting up for more things action. Uh, <clears throat> well, I needed a way to talk to you in person. The KC is starting a new league of extraordinary beings like yourself. They wanted me to send you an invite. Wow. <laughs> wow. That is, yep, perfect reaction to that. <laughs> Iceman. Shelby, you know I've never been much of a team player. Shelby. Just think about it, okay? Is this Avengers? Why would we yes. set this up in the first... Look, I don't... I I had a whole idea. What's funny is, again, Iceman doesn't come back to any of this. If you go look at my canon, which, again, maybe we'll read on, on another episode, but if you go look at the canon, he doesn't play a role. He's not a founding member. There's, like, literally... Uh, the government has nothing to do with the group. Uh, it's, like, it makes no sense. This whole script makes no sense if you look at the rest of the canon. The canon. Oh, yes, Lord. the canon for my shitty superhero <laughs> ripoff group. <laughs> Iceman. Okay, I'll look into it, but I'm not making any promises. Shelby. That's all I ask. Also, there's some new guy in town. He's calling himself The Fang. <laughs> He's got this poison. Whoever is infected, well, it doesn't end well for them. I'm just gonna mention that to you. Um, <laughs> is he a crime fighter? Or does he just show up randomly places? No, he's supposed to be, you know, a, a hero, so he, he fights people. <laughs> I don't know what his morality is. Um, uh, a I... whole quippy man. <laughs> that's, that's his morals are his morals are quips. Delicious, Iceman. <laughs> I'll take a look into that as well. Shelby, thanks. It was good to see you again. Iceman, you as well. Starts to leave. I'm so excited for this. <laughs> oh, Roach. Wait, Roachiv? Roachiv talking? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's still there. He's just on the ground. Wait, before you go, I must know, why do they call you the Iceman? Oh, Iceman. <laughs> well, that's easy. Because what's cooler than being nope, cool? Nope, nope. And the, it, that's the last line. That was the last. <laughs> no. It ends with Roachif saying, 
wait before you go. <laughs> we'll never know. Damn it. Anyways, thanks Keep for reading. watching. I really, we really want to thank you Chris, for coming to this go, episode. We got a couple more lines, Chris. Thank you to Rye Talk Music for, um, for... <laughs> Chris! Chris, say, say, Rochev. Oh, goodness. Rochev! Rochev! What? Iceman! Being ice cold! Fade to black! Fade to black. <laughs> I told you we'd explain why it's called Iceman. Yeah, I still don't really understand, but, um... <laughs> um... Does he actually have a power, or is he literally just a regular dude? He's a regular okay? dude. Yeah, he's a regular dude that Well, that's horrible, and I would never yeah. watch that movie. <laughs> Why would... Like, there has to be something. Holy shit. Oh, goodness. Oh, that was beautiful. Wow, what a story. I'm so, I'm so happy you got to experience that, Chris. What's cooler than being cool? <laughs> uh, no, one, no one in the world but me had experienced this script until this moment, and I'm so happy to share it with the world now. Yeah. <laughs> This is Pandora's box. It's been opened. Yeah. Um, uh, thank you, Sydney, <laughs> oh. for allowing this opportunity. What are you talking about? We just created it today. Uh, so wild. Uh, oh, wow. Okay. Should we get into... Um, well, I guess we should just discuss it first before we scatologize it. Yeah, give, me, give me your thoughts, Chris. I'm so excited. You know, I... Do not like him. Um, I have no <laughs> stake in his character. Um, I <laughs> there's there's no part of me that's like wow. Also, those two uh, mercenaries are just floating down a river somewhere. One yes. revenge. They're, they're drowning. The funniest parts were not the jokes, which is <laughs> not a great sign. Not a great yep. sign of a script. I still really like bronze bronze yo c come on <laughs> i don't like when they make fun of you i also oh. like that i i was very comfortable with saying like what the fuck stuff like that uh but there are several lines where they're like what the hell which is just way less yeah, like i don't know it's, it's way more pg-13 even though i had already committed to being a hard r oh my um it's you know <laughs> It's it's very much Deadpool, but like, but what if we just swear because we want to? You know? It's what if Deadpool just... was written by a high schooler? <laughs> oh, you know, Iceman. Oh, and I just I I just don't understand why I'm just so not invested in him in the least. <laughs> yep. I would I'd be more invested in him like dying. And, like, having to be like, oh, I'm dying. Uh, does that make sense? It doesn't. It doesn't, but... I think you just want to see him and the script die. A little bit. A little bit. Anyways, scatology. Scatology, lessons from the shit. Lesson one. It is very difficult to write, like, a snarky one-liner kind of character uh, and not go past the threshold of them just being obnoxious yes even i mean we see it even in like hollywood blockbuster movies like even they suck at it ever again mm -hmm. like i said earlier ever since iron man every studio has tried to create their quippy franchise character and it usually ends pretty poorly mm -hmm. how would you knowing what you know now what do you think are the keys to making it successful versus 
annoying. To like for a quippy character? Yeah. I think that the key is to also give them a heart. Like mm-hmm. if you if you look at Iron Man, he sure he's he's quips and whatnot, but he's also got like he's you know, in the later movies a father figure to Peter. He's mm-hmm. uh, you know, he's got a, a pretty sad backstory being stuck in that cave, and he's mm-hmm. not like making quips in the cave and whatnot. Uh, yeah. And he's not always, like, doing quips is another thing. I find a lot of characters that are supposed to be the quippy character are just nonstop, like, one-liners. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that's... Your personality can't be one-liners. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're, yeah. like... Let's say your movie's two hours long, you should probably have a one-liner, you know, every maybe 15 minutes. And even yeah. that might be a little too much. <laughs> like... Mm-hmm. They yeah, should actually yeah. speak dialogue at yes, some point. Yes. The key is to just make a well-rounded character. And I think it's especially hard to have a quippy character when, like... Because I know it's one of those things of, uh, like, how Deadpool is, like, entirely sort of, like, detached from reality. Yeah. So it's it's very hard to try to make that work with a quippy character because, you know, at a certain point, you kind of, like, get, like, detached from the character itself, like... Like, yeah, uh, but there's still like even in Deadpool, like there are things that attach that character reality. Like you know, um, uh, the the girlfriend. Yeah, Vanessa is a a good character in that movie. And again, she she uh their relationship is what brings the heart into the into that movie. And that's what again that's that's the key is you just if you want to do quips, they also have to have a heart because if they don't then they're just an asshole. Mm-hmm. Like, if if they're not... Yeah. Typically, a good quippy character has to be, like, basically a very good person. They have to be a good person, mm-hmm. so that way their quips don't come across as, oh, you're just... You just are a dick. Like, you're Iron Man, like... Tony Stark is a good person. You know, the way he interacts with that kid in Iron Man 3, the way he acts with, with Peter, the way he, you know, treats people around him. He can kind of be, you know, a hard ass at times, but, like... You know he loves, genuinely cares for the people, and that is conveyed well in those movies. Mm-hmm. Whereas so many quippy characters, again, just don't don't do that. They show no heart. They're like they're using the quips as like a defense for real emotions, and it's like no, the character has to show real emotions for the quips to like be funny. Yeah, and they, like it almost kind of relates to like the like the idea that like movie audiences can't relate to a man unless like he's just above it all in a way. Yeah, and mm-hmm. it's nice to you know if they use it. I think if they use it as a defense and it's like shown that it's being used as a defense, but if it's just like if it's unexamined, it just you know it it comes off as an asshole. Like yeah. you're saying. So I think that's the biggest lesson from this is just y- you got to be careful when you're writing characters like that otherwise you, they you become again, immensely punchable yeah you you run the risk of people like you know like you said hating your character and just wanting them to get off the screen because every line they say is a fucking eye roll and it's like also the fact that he kind of doesn't have any flaws at least within the context of the story because it, it i feel like the script is definitely trying to make us think that this is all hilarious and that he's like super charming, and because yes. he's not, it makes it just ten times worse. Oh, absolutely! If like if the if the script knew that like everything he was saying was unfunny, then I think maybe there's more of a chance. I mean, it would still be bad, but you know what I mean. I'm just well, if it, it if, if he if he was more of a parody character, and the people around him were 
almost not necessarily aware of it, but just like, oh, okay. Uh, but the fact that he's like the central character, he's supposed to be the main character, and yeah, he's got none of those flaws or anything. The the script, I as a high schooler was like, yeah, this is funny. Like, mm-hmm. no, no, it's it's garbage. But I'm very happy to get your reaction, and I was very excited for you to read this. But I think that wraps up everything with the Iceman. Why we didn't do Sydney speaks? So Sydney sent us a message when we were talking about quippy characters. So for quippy characters, you at least need stakes and emotional investment. That is a quote from our producer. All right, uh, should we get into our final segment of the good, the good uh, shit that we've been Good's reading, fine. watching, doing whatever? Sure. I know you haven't really been up to, to too much lately. Well, there actually, there's fun. actually, um, there's this show I was watching. Uh, it's called Lasso Ted. Um, Chris, fuck off. <laughs> it's about it's about this woman who's in love with a soccer team, the entire team. But her husband wants to kill them. Um, and the only way that she can save their lives is by divorcing the man. And therefore, he will have no right to murder the entire soccer team. And it, it, talks, it talks a lot about happiness and uh, pizza pie. And that's it. Well done. I, my, I oh. feel like my segment is just always parody of the segment yeah. itself. I've yet yes. to do, like, I think I've done literally one time where it was serious, and then every other time, it's just me talking about Disco Ted and his yeah, lasso. That's all right. Maybe one of these times you'll, uh... Maybe I'll watch a watch goddamn something. book. Watch a goddamn book. Uh, well, uh, one of the new shows that I've started, it's actually great. Uh, it's called Hilda. It's on Netflix. Sydney, I think you would actually love it. Uh, I've, I've only watched two episodes, um, and I started watching it purely because of the animation style. Um, I am a sucker for art direction, um, and I will watch things or read things purely based off of what it looks like. But basically, uh, again, I've only watched two episodes, but from what I've gathered, Hilda is about a, um, young girl who lives in this, like, fantasy world. Uh, so, you know, it's got trolls and elves and all sorts of things. And her and her mom live out in the woods. However, they events happen, and so they have to move to the city. And so, and the, don't worry, the city's still like fantasy, takes place in the fantasy world as well. Uh, it's not like she's leaving the fantasy world. But it's sort of her adapting from living out in nature, you know, miles away from any other human, and being able to explore and interact with fantasy creatures on a daily basis. Uh, to now having to like interact with other humans and you know go to school and all of that stuff um, and again it's all sort of focused around this fantasy environment as well which I think is really interesting um, and I also like that they stay in the fantasy world I like that just the world is fantasy she doesn't leave it and go to the real world because I feel like a lot of things do that where they're like ah you're you know you take a portal and now you're on earth and it's like why, why can't we just have this story take place in the fantasy world, you know? So it's it's interesting to see that, and I hope it stays that way. I hope it stays, like, fantasy and whatnot. Like, she's got this pet uh, deer fox who's great. Again, only two episodes in, but the deer fox, top-tier character. Love that deer fox. Uh, but I'd recommend it. The jokes are pretty good. The characters are very well-written. They're very well-rounded. Overall, just good show. Would recommend. Uh, and again, the animation style is great. It's the whole reason I started watching it. It's just because it looked cool. Oh, that reminds me. I did actually, I did watch the show. 
It's called Hilda. All right. Well, that uh, wraps up this podcast. Chris, would you would you like to do the outro, Chris? Oh my God! Absolutely. I just want to take this time on to talk about the little things. Oh, oh, thank you. Oh, that was a bad accent. Oh, thank you. Oh, why am I doing an accent? Period. Anyways, <laughs> uh, we would like to thank you. We would like to thank you for coming along, uh, this ride to, to new territories. To the Michael Extended Cinematic Universe, Maku. Um, <laughs> hopefully one day we will learn of more of the Icemen uh, that do come of. That's his whole entire power. He's just so cool. Except he's not even cool. <laughs> um, anyway. Alright, thank you for everyone for listening to our podcast. Oh, yeah, no! Give, uh, give him another chance, Michael. Uh, I want to think. Ryan Tucker for creating that awesome song that you heard at the beginning. I want to thank Sam for doing all of the marketing and promotional work. You can follow us uh, at Twitter and Instagram and TikTok, all that good stuff at uh, SH underscore T-F-I-C. So follow us on all of those things. Um, I want to thank Sydney for creating this podcast. Without her, Chris and I wouldn't exist uh, at all in life in general. Um, and I want to thank Chris for, uh, just being, being my both right and left hand man. Uh, you are both my hands, Chris. The full reach around, am I? (laughs) Oh, yeah. Uh, but that wraps things up here. So make sure to like, uh, subscribe, share it with your friends, share it with your family, share it with your enemies, share it with Chris. Because he doesn't listen to this podcast, so if you share it with him, maybe <laughs> I don't he like will. my bars! What do you want from me? <laughs> um, but yeah, thank you, everyone. Uh, that ends episode 12. Goodbye! Get it.